And the Dodgers are undefeated since Clayton Kershaw has been put on the DL. Is this a new recipe of winning for the Dodgers? Uh, Of course not. We'll talk about if the Dodgers can survive in Kershaw's absence this week on Dodgers Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Especially apropos with, uh, you know, tomorrow being on nature's birthday, the 4th of July. We hope everybody's going to have a safe, fun time out there from all of us here at Dodgers Rap 360. Alongside Joshua Gershon, I'm Mike Conley. Guys, thanks for tuning in for another edition with us. Dodgers. Strong week. Nine straight home wins. I think there's something like 25-5 and five in their last 30 at the Ravine. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is. After starting 6-10, and 10, I believe, to start the season. So they've turned that around, and it's actually become somewhat of a tough place to play. It's good to see. It is, and uh, it was nice to see a nice sweep of the Rockies, something they should have done. That was nice to see. That was good to see, you know. And, um, you know, taking two out of three from Milwaukee, you gotta, you got to like it. You know, I mean, that's, uh, excuse me, three yeah, out of yeah. four. Oh, no, because of that Pittsburgh win. So th- this has been a nice week, a 6-1 and one week for the Dodgers. Yeah. They were able to stave off that uh, that sweep in Pittsburgh with the win in the finale there on Monday in that odd Friday to Monday series for yeah. some reason. And then they uh, two out of three in Milwaukee, laid one egg up there, and then the sweep of Colorado. you got to love it. I mean, and what you got to love... I mean, well, apparently, you know, we've been talking about this a lot this year. Apparently, if you carry a baseball team for a whole half season, you can hurt your back. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks like it. Uh, it was funny. Um, I commented because uh, my wife and I were on vacation last week, right. and we stopped in a bar to watch the the Dodger game. Of course. And I commented, True fan. I commented to her as we're watching the game, I said, you know, there is something wrong with Kershaw. Like, I, she... I said, there's something wrong. She's like, he's not pitching good? I said, no, he's not pitching good, but there's actually, there's something wrong. Mm. He doesn't look right. And you could and you could tell he was overthrowing, his ball wasn't moving, and I, you could really see it when he couldn't get the pitcher out, when it was like a nine-pitch at bat to that rookie pitcher from the Pirates. Right. You could see, like, he's why is he laboring so much on this? He should blow this guy away. You know, he should have blown this guy away five pitches ago. What's what's going on here? Yeah. And you could see the way he was laboring that something was wrong. Yeah. And now we have it's the minor herniated disc. <clears throat> Knock on wood. I mean, there's really no timetable set for his return. Oh, you know, well, they think they think at least a month. Yeah. Probably a little more. Probably about six weeks. Luckily, you got the All Star break in here. It takes away some some games. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, looking silver line as wise, it's never a. Never a good, um, you know, situation where you lose your number one starter, absolute horse, who and, you've been relying on. And the best pitcher in baseball. And is, the best pitcher in we've baseball. We've seen Arietta struggle a lot in his last few games. That's I think uh, I think that's a little karma, much like the Warriors with them talking, oh, he's such a robot and such a cyborg. And, Warriors. And this and that. Or his uh, PEDs is wearing off. You know? oh. <laughs> I, I keep throwing that out there. Wow. Only because he was so bad in Baltimore. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, maybe you can say something coming to the lesser league hitter-wise, but, I mean, there, there is something to it. I mean, the guy's pretty shredded. Well, I always joke, but it, it could be a hitch in the mechanics, as we saw with Bud Norris. Nice acquisition this week. Huge acquisition. Yeah. And, you know, we got a some belated attaboys that we didn't get to last week. Excuse me, Josh, to cut you off. Uh, but... Um, Kenley Jansen becoming the career leader in saves. You know, number 163 versus the Nats last yeah. week, and uh, that eclipses 161, which was Gagne's record. So add a boy to Kenley on that. Uh, who would have known? A converted catcher. I know. Would I, and I was the all-time leader at saves. I was at that game, too. Nice. <laughs> that was uh, that broke my uh, my losing streak at the at the stadium. <laughs> really? And today, uh, this date in 04... Uh, Eric Gagne got his 84th consecutive save, and uh, and I was that I was, was the there record. for that too. Right. Nice, <laughs> and then that was broken. And he didn't quite make it to 85, yeah. and uh, he didn't get 84 more with the Dodgers <laughs> if he stayed at 161. So, uh, so Kenley goes by, and also, um, oh, uh, Chase Utley, 1,000 runs in the big leagues. So that was okay. impressive. You yeah, probably... he's he's a Hall of Famer, right? Is Utley Hall of Famer, or is he one of those borderline guys? Like a Jeff Bagwell kind of borderline. I mean, is he going to get 3,000 hits? I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and what's he got? One championship ring? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, it's tough. It's hard it's to say. Tough. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I, where's he on the career, career hit list? Is he like, I mean, uh, does he have like 2,500? You know, I honestly don't yeah. know. It's, I don't, you know, I don't know if he's that high. Yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that one. That's tough. Um, fantastic pitching performance today from uh, Brandon McCarthy. Brandon McCarthy. I mean, and just how these starters have performed since Kirsch got put on the DL. It was announced. I got a little, a few uh, numbers here. The Dodgers starters, you know, um, twenty-three innings pitched have given up one run yeah. for a .390 RA, thirty-two Ks, and four walks. So that's very Kersharian right there. You know, the fact that eight to one, you know, ratio Kersh is all even better than that, but but just not walking guys, not even allowing too many hits and uh, just just impressive all around. Yeah, in fact the Rockies were 0 for twelve with runners in scoring position, I think, in these four games. Which is the only twelve in four games in the first place. That's not too bad. And with that lineup, I mean you got well, story was out, but you have um what's his the third baseman who uh Arenado. Arenado. He got, struck out like seven or eight times in the series. Yeah, he, he did. And he's not a guy that strikes out. But he has not hit well at all at Dodger Stadium mm. this year. Uh, but you got Cargo, you got Blackman, you got a lot of you got a lot of decent hitters on that, you know, and they just, whatever, they came to Dodger Stadium this week and it was a void for them. Yeah. Well, you take them out of cause and their uh, <laughs> collective batting average goes down about 70 <laughs> points, you know. But... Uh, yeah, so I, you were going to get into it, and um, another attaboy this week I think goes not only out to Bud Norris but also out to Andrew Friedman. Yeah, the, you know, I mean, for him to get a caliber starter like Bud Norris for two relievers, yeah, and to get it like that, I mean, that's really impressive. And even like earlier this season, his you know snagging uh, Casey Feen, yeah. I mean, he's proved to be a, a good member of that bullpen, you know, and a relied upon, trusted member of the bullpen. Now I think he pitched. The, the seventh today, right? Yeah, well, it's funny because my friends and I joked that Friedman kind of treats the team like a fantasy team. 
I mean, if you really think about it, he cut, he brings up guys, he drops guys. I mean, he just yeah. he pays Crawford to go away, pays Guerrero to go away. You know, just, he kind of just it is kind of like a fantasy team for him in a way. You know, the way he picks up and drops guys, it's. Uh, you know, they, they signed that, that Yasiel Sierra to a $30 million deal, and now they outrighted him. Right. You know, hoping someone picks him up off waivers, you know, because he, I guess uh, in single A, he was not performing. So it seems to me they could have gave him a little bit longer, right? Yeah, that's what you would think. But, wow. you know, here they're just, it's it's crazy. But, you know, hey, Bud Norris, Bud Norris was, a, I think, a sneaky good pickup because he struggled at the beginning of the year. He, yeah. was, he was struggling a lot. Then he adjusted his pitching. He stopped throwing his um, change. I, have I think, it, yeah. yeah. He, he ditched his changeup for a cutter, right? And that was the big move. And since he returned to the Braves rotation, and now with the Dodgers, you know, he went. He had a two point one five ERA in twenty nine innings. Yeah. You know, he it was. A, I thought it was a sneaky good pickup. Definitely, and good he's pick cheap. Up. Yeah, and, and his option was cheap. They had to take. Uh, Toscano, I believe, was right. the guy they had to take, and they have to pay most of his deal. But yeah. he'll never, he'll never see the majors anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Was he on for a big number? I mean, no, I think it's like three million or something like yeah. that for the Dodgers, which for the Dodgers is yeah. is nothing, right? And, and we gave up a lefty and a righty reliever. Is that is that what? It was? Yeah, I gave up two relievers. Uh, there's not much book on uh, Pfeiffer, one of the guys they gave up. Uh, oh, Paul Pfeiffer from the Wonder Years. <laughs> yeah, for the Wonder Years. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> he was uh, he was a third round pick, and he, I mean he did okay. Reliever, two six seven ERA, mm-hmm. you know, in single and double A. The I think the the Braves were looking at uh, Caleb Durst. Right, the their I think prize in this one because they had him before, right? And yeah, he came over in what trade last year like, for the when they traded the third baseman Olivera. Right, the Uribe Olivera trade for Peraza and. Um, Right, Peraza. Uh, and we got, like, Avalon in that deal, right? Yeah. And, uh, like, Jim Johnson. Right? Ian Thomas came in that deal, who they also outrighted today. Okay. Um, I forgot who else they got in that deal. Yeah, but that he came over in that deal. So he goes back to the Braves, the right. team that drafted him. And he do, he, he kind of was a beast. He was 35-7, to 7, strikeout-to-walk ratio, 1.44 ERA, all out of the pen. He's a bullpen right. pitcher, and he projects to be a pretty good setup man. So I think that's who the Braves were kind of coveting on that one. But the Dodgers have such a plethora of pitching in the minors right now. I, I think they can kind of do this, where they can kind of, all right, you know, he's projected to be a setup man. We can let him go. Yeah. You know, just when you got De Leon, you got Montez, you got Cotton all down in AAA. I mean, mm. I think you can afford to, to mess around a little bit. And, you know, maybe you can get rid of a guy who projects as a setup guy, you know, if, you know, we got a... Julio Urias, you know, yeah. uh, filling that position maybe later on to kind of slow his innings. Although that's some of the speculation. Um, he's been great. He had a great week. He got his first win, his yeah. first hit, his first RBI, yeah. <laughs> all in one game. That was great to see. And uh, he is pitching uh, Tuesday or tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. I think. Tomorrow, yeah, I think yeah. he's going Monday for them. So, um, you know, he's probably going to stay maybe this one and one more turn. We'll, we'll see. Uh, it depends start. on Ryu. Okay. Ryu, they think could come back next week. Uh, he still he did hit he did hit ninety ninety one on the gun today, but he's still in the average in eighty six, which isn't far off from what he was doing before. Um, so you know it's 
curious to see how he comes back. I mean, we, I don't know if we can expect the way. I mean, I can't. I can't believe McCarthy pitched that well today. I mean, he looked great. Incredible. I mean, he said eight strikeouts today in the five innings. Eight strikeouts, I mean, he, one walk. Yeah, right. Two two hits. hits. He looked amazing today. Amazing. I just, I, I, I mean, he looked good when he got hurt. He was what two and zero, I think, until three and zero. Three and zero when he got yeah. hurt. But his ERA wasn't that good. His ERA was almost five, I think. Yeah. But so, but I mean, today he looked good. I mean, Norris looked really good. I actually, I loved the Norris pickup. I thought that was loved it to fill a void that you desperately need. I mean, the Dodgers have a starting rotation on the disabled list. Right. <laughs> That's true. Like, it actually, a pretty good starting rotation on the disabled list. Yeah. Well, now that Kirsch is on there. Yeah. <laughs> you can put Kirsch in four little leagues and, uh, you know, look like a pretty good staff. Um, yeah, I mean, McCarthy was great. I mean, how Scott Casmia the other oh. night, six innings, 10 Ks. Yeah. I mean, nobody tell him that the calendar says 1 6, not 0 yeah. 6. Yeah. I mean, he is just like, he's kind of recapturing that form he had a couple of years ago with Oakland when he was an all star. Well, you know? he did something interesting before that start. He pitched a simulated inning with hitters before he started the game. And because his struggles have been in the first, first inning. inning, so he pitched that, and they had a lefty. They had the same lefty righty, you know, yeah. batting. And he says, you know, hey, it seemed to help him. Now he's going to do it again before the next game. I love that. <coughs> and you look around the league; that's probably something that's going to catch on if he has success with it. Because there's a <laughs> lot of pitches in the league that have that first inning yeah. trouble. In fact, you Ryu's know? even one of them. Yeah, uh, Ryu used to get in trouble usually in the first one or two innings. And then he would settle down. Right. You know, it's. I think it is going to catch on, especially if, if he has success now going through this season doing that. Because um, he said it really helped with placement. It really helped him get his placement good. Just have his command earlier in the game. Yeah. Even though he did hit uh, Blackman to lead off the game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, after that, I think he struck out the next two guys. Yeah. yeah so... You know, he said he said it helped him a lot with just getting his placement and everything ready for the game. Right. So you know, I mean, it may mean he pitches one less inning. You know, as we go along, but if you're if he's going to give us six innings like that every time, who cares? Right. I mean, that's that's what that was what what was Granky that that was what Granky was giving you. That's what he was. He only went six seven innings, and he you know usually it was a shutout. Yeah. So if Casimir can give you that two runs or less in the six innings, you're getting exactly what Granky gave you. Yeah. For a lot less money. And I mean <laughs> in the, the way the pen's going nowadays, it's like it's it's a it, it's a joy to turn it over to them, you know, the, the okay. way they've been performing. They had a kind of a rocky first month of the season, but since that they've been one of the better bullpens. Dude, I think in they're the best in the national league right yeah. now, actually in the in the pen. ERA wise? Yeah. Wow. So we wouldn't have thought that at the beginning of the year. <laughs> no, not at all. But guys have emerged, yeah. you know. The, I mean the hitting is coming around. Uh, Puig since coming off the DLs hitting 382. Nice. Got a, had another hit today. I think he had a hit and a walk today. Yep. And yep. that's the big thing. He has been he's been seeing pitches more. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I saw an interesting stat today. Trace Thompson. This, he was only one for four, but saw 24 pitches. Wow. <laughs> in those four bats. Wow. You know, Seager. I mean, we can't keep saying enough about Corey Seager. Oh here. man. I he's mean, so good. 16 game hitting streak. He's hitting over 300. 17 home runs. You know, just it is an absolute travesty that he isn't going to start at shortstop in the, in the All Star game. Oh yeah, I know. Because Russell, I think, got the votes. Addison oh, Russell. Well, you know, the Cubs are the popular. I Although know. you know what, the Cubs are struggling a little bit right they now. They are. They are coming back to the pack a little bit, and they they have some questions in that pen. 
They do. And at the back end of the rotation. Oh, yeah, because so. uh, Hamill has not pitched well. Uh, Lester and Lester and Arietta got hammered. Well, Arietta four runs. It's not getting hammered. Lester gave it, what, eight? Right. I think eight runs in his start. You know, it's... Uh, you know, all is not rosy on Waverly, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Is it Waverly or Waveland? Oh, there are... Uh... It might be Waveland. Waverly Place was the Disney show, right? With uh, was it Demi Lovato or Selena Gomez? It was with wow. one of them. <laughs> That's why I got it confused. <laughs> obviously, but I mean, like, you know, I gotta just dwell on this Norris thing for a little bit, and Friedman being able to get him for that because a month from now, when the deadline is upon us, you know, there are not even three weeks. You know, guys like frontline stuff. I mean, I envision Bud Norris. When Bud Norris is going good, he's like a number two starter or number three starter. Yeah, he's and, he's solid when he's going good. Yeah, and like w- that, what a number two or number three starter is going to get here in three weeks is going to be much more than two. Oh yeah, I mean there is rumor. Relievers. There is rumor he's pursuing uh, Friedman's pursuing Archer, who's not having a great season for he Tampa isn't. Bay. Yeah, uh, there is a rumor they're pursuing him, but that's also they're not going to give up a lot to. Friedman's not going to give up a lot to get him, but Friedman's familiar with him because I think Friedman drafted him. Right, right, right. yeah. That's so, where Friedman's coming from, yeah. So. Uh, but other than that, I I re- remember reading that Friedman, yeah, the price is going to be high. In a co- for for a frontline starter, the price is going to be high in a couple weeks. It is, you know, and this Dodger, this Dodger upper management's not going to give a high. They're not going to give. I mean, look, they sat with Peterson and. Seeger last year, they didn't go after Cole Hamels or David Price. Yeah. You know, they sat with who they had. You know, it's they're not going to give up stud prospects to go snag a, you know. Acha. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you may give up. If they could give up, I think if they can get away with giving up a Jarrell Cotton, maybe a Frankie Montez. Yeah. Maybe they might do that. Right. You know, because it essentially would feel, because Archer's pretty young, right? 26, 27. He's still relatively young, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. He might be not even twenty six. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah. I think they might be willing to part with maybe a Montez, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he's controllable for you know a few more years too, yeah. and he's good. He's just having a, having a bad game. <laughs> Obviously, if anybody's going to know how good he is, it's going to be Freeman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is just looking like a fleecing right now by Freeman getting that for two relievers because, like I say, guy in a few weeks, guys. <laughs> that are worse than Bud Norris are yeah. going to get in a lot, a lot more. Yeah, exactly. Return. No, this was uh, this was such just a, supply and demand. I think this was such a steal. I mean, I, I even if he pitches, you know, with a three something ERA the rest of the season, that's still solid. That's still a number three starter right oh, there. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, obviously he's not going to deal the way he was dealing the other night every night. But I mean, if if history shows the way he was pitching after he rejoined the rotation, he should he should be a great starter. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, and that, that's what you got to look like when look at is uh, when you're in this supply and demand where there's going to be so many buyers looking for pitching, you know, and the, the cost is going to be through the roof because there's little demand. This is bringing you back to like microeconomics one on one, but uh, you know, I slept through I slept through every econ class I ever had. <laughs> Why do they teach that class at eight in the morning? That makes just makes no sense when you're fresh. <laughs> and uh, but. Um, you know, now I mean, for, for them to get him for for that, it's just it, it's going to look even better here yeah. in a few weeks. But oh man, I tell you, yeah, because oh, that's what I was going to say. So this is really when your scouting department, you know, earns their keep. Yeah, because you got to look for these guys that maybe three weeks ago 
you know, dropped their change up yeah. and added a cutter, and they have had success. Those are the guys you got to look. You know, they're, they're they're starting to go up on the line graph. Exactly, but you and, can get them for like you know a reasonable price. Yeah, and I think you know, especially with uh, all the injuries, this is just going to be huge. I mean, we have now we have we. One time we had a plethora of outfielders, which we do not have anymore. It's true. <laughs> you know, with Peterson and Kike Hernandez going on the DL, you know, that that it's... I mean, the fact that they had this kind of week... I know it's only been a week, right. but with all this going on, it's it's actually it's pretty remarkable. And they've been scoring. Yeah. Which is, you know... Well, what's great is the the uh, you know the young guys who are kind of keeping us afloat offensively. You know, now the old guys are coming back. I mean, Turn has been actually scorching oh, since oh, you know okay. the yeah. calendar hit June, and you know HK forty seven. He's kind of coming back a little bit. He's like hitting close to four hundred over the past couple of weeks. You know, Agon's after he got his two days off that yeah. he has to skip for. He's been raking and yeah. doing great this which, week. Which Agon normally in Ironman, I think you're going to have to see that more often. He's going to have to take a couple of games off. Yeah. You know, to keep his swing. <laughs> I mean, in this day and age, like, you're Iron Man if you play over 150 games. Yeah. You know, nobody's <laughs> playing 162 anymore. No. You know, if there's if one, uh, you know, record that I can <laughs> say with all certainty will never be broken. It's Cal Streak. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just ridiculous. So out of reach. Somebody's not even going to get to 1,000. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, I know. I completely agree. That's much like in football. I can't see Brett Favre's starting record. Yeah. Just as a professional quarterback, just to not get hurt. Well, pretty soon the quarterbacks will be wearing red shirts, just like in uh, practice. So I don't know. Maybe someone will break that one. They're always upright. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Puig uh, is definitely, it reminds me of kind of how he started the f- season. You know, those first two weeks, maybe three weeks, he was hitting to all fields, yeah. you know. And, uh, and, you know, maybe didn't have that much pop, but was like, you know, he's got to get in his mind, like, I'm going to be a doubles and triples machine. Yeah, because the know? home run, he's got enough power where the home runs will come. Exactly. But if he just, he just needs to get wood on the bat, or wood on the ball. That's yeah. all he's got to do. Yeah. You know, I, I actually got to, I went to, when you were gone, I went to a Quakes game to watch him in his in a rehab. Oh, nice. And he walked three times. You know, and I was like, well, you know, he went one for one, he had three walks. And I was like, oh, that, you know, that was something that even in the minor leagues, you're like, well, you don't really see, you think Puig would go up there hacking. Yeah. You know, being at single A, you know, oh, he's just going to go up there and hack these pitchers, you know, haven't faced anyone like him. Yeah. But no, he was taking pitches. Yeah. And I was like, that was actually impressive to me that he was sitting there taking the pitches. And it seems to have translated. He needed, maybe he just needed that time to kind of find his swing again a little bit. You yeah. Know? And I'm sure he was sent down there with, you know, specific instructions yeah. <laughs> on what exactly we want to see out of you. And, you know, it's good to see that because, you know. I, he does is a guy that hacks a lot at the first pitch, yeah. so it would be nice once the book gets out on him and they throw garbage to him if he could take those. So. <laughs> well, it's nice to see because uh, when I did the show with my dad, we just, we talked about how you know maybe he needed to revert back to who he was because maybe too many people were in his head, and that's why he was having trouble swinging the bat. Right. You know, so maybe he needed to go back to that first pitch swinging. Yeah. But it seems maybe he kind of found the happy. Maybe he just needed time to regroup. Find the groove again. Yeah, you know sometimes you guys need it. You know, I, last year I I thought about that for Jacques when Peterson struggled. Well, one they kept him in the leadoff spot way too long last year. Yeah, but I thought you know maybe he can go to AAA and kind of refine his swing a little bit, and then you bring him back up to the the majors. Yeah, but everyone oh it's going to hurt his confidence. It's going to do that. To me, if you're a professional, if you're a professional, you should 
know what comes with the territory. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's just yeah. me. <laughs> but it also kind of, I kind of hear what they say a little bit, you know, where, uh, you know, could hurt his confidence. But, you know, if you can wrap it up in kind of a DL thing and it's yeah. a kind of a rehab thing that he's come back for, oh, well, you know, he's rehabbing from, you know, in this case, the AC joint, the bruised yeah. AC joint, whatever, and then kind of get him his work there, then it does save a little face for the player and you still get that, that work down the minus. Which that was a great catch he made when he got great hurt. Catch. Oh, my God. The, the, ground, the amount of ground he covered, you know, to make that play. You know, and he even though he was hurt, he had this frame of mind to try to get the ball out of his glove to to throw it. Yep. I mean, <laughs> and they that's probably an inside the pocket if he doesn't make that play. Oh yeah, and, and that and ties that game the game. Ties the right? game. Yeah. yeah. So he kind of he saved that. Saved it for uh, Urias, right? Mm-hmm. Urias. It was uh, yeah. That was I mean that was a great catch. I mean, he did go full speed into that wall, but yeah. luckily nothing broke. So I'm hoping that it's just a short. Stand on the DL, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the if there's a blessing, it kind of coincides with Trace Trace Thompson getting hot again. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> like he's really been a guy that you know really was on the bubble uh, of making this team at the beginning <laughs> of the season, and now he's got like 13 homers. He's like the third and rookie behind <laughs> Seager and Story, you know, for most homers by a rookie. And, you know, he's starting to rake again. I think he went deep today, right? Yeah, he did. He, yeah. he went one for four. But like I said, he saw 24 pitches today. Yeah. So even going one for four, those are productive at bats. You know, that's, you know, you can't, it's home run. I don't mind that. I, I'll take that from Trace Thompson every, every game. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, it, it's, that versatility is gonna is gonna come in handy now because, like you mentioned, you know, kind of overshadowed by Kirsch going on the DL. You know, Jock went on there with his shoulder issue, and today Kike went on. Yeah, rib uh, rib inflammation, something okay. with his ribs. Oh, it sounds like he's from the Frankie Montas uh, school yeah. of having the, <laughs> the rib issue. Jeez. Um, so yeah, so now like uh, an area that once was stocked at the beginning <laughs> of the year. It's a little yeah. thin now. So yeah, it's a little thin now. We got like an infield who's going to be our everyday left fielder yeah. not like now for the foreseeable future. You got Trace Thompson, a guy that maybe wasn't even going to make the team as the starting center fielder. Yeah. And then you got Puig and right. But one thing, Puig too, you know, he just has these mental lapses. Like today on second when he got doubled off. Oh, did you yeah, see that yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, man. You got to take the good with the bad. It's just going to happen. I guess so. I guess so. And, yeah, it's cool because, like, they're winning. So I guess you can kind of, like, kind of pull them aside as Aegon's did. Like, when he got in there, it was just like, you know, he's like, what? And he kind of, like, pointed at his feet. Like, where are you going? If he misses it, it's right there. He's going to throw you out. You know, it's like, oh. And, and like, Puig's, it doesn't seem like it's landing. He's in there like, you know, that's 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 the discouraging part. But. He does have such a high ceiling, talent wise. Well, he reminds me, in some ways, he reminds me of Manny Ramirez. Uh, Definitely. I remember, um, you know, good friends of mine, Red Sox fans, they're like, they they loved Manny when he played for the Red Sox, but they're like, he was this guy who he'd be given an interview, and all of a sudden he'd be like, oh, look, a bird. Yeah. And he, and he, you know, he, he, the loose track of whatever was going on. And I feel like Puig's like that sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, what's going on over here? And he just loses track of, of what he was doing before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Manny being Manny. It's just Puig being Puig. Yeah. Yassiel being Yassiel. Oh, man. 
So yeah, Brandon McCarthy, what he did today uh, was just unreal. It was, and he and he looked really good. His ball was moving. Definitely it, didn't it, look like a guy that hadn't pitched in fourteen months. Yeah, exactly. He looked he looked great. I mean, I I, I mean we can't ex- like I said can't expect this every time. Right. But if he's going to give us five six quality innings, you know, a start, then what more could you ask for? I know. I mean, right now this this you know this starting rotation's been thrown together. <laughs> Yeah, no, starting rotation thrown together. You're right. You know, just they're just like Bud Norris. They're just finding pieces, picking them up. They're, you know, bringing guys up, sending guys down. I think uh, Brock Stewart already went back down to the minors. Oh, okay. Who? You know what? Actually, didn't pitch that bad. He didn't pitch bad. He had that one rocky inning, and then he kind of settled down a little. And he still had eight strikeouts. Yeah, in that game. I'd like. I I was hoping to see another start from him. Uh, Well, what? But was those two in the inning? He got he gave up the five runs I think in one inning, or gave up four runs in one inning, something like that. But the first two hits were kind of bleeders. Yeah, they you know both were forty miles off the bat. You know, just kind of found the hole, and then Braun came up and did did knock him in. Yeah. But you know, he actually I didn't think he pitched bad at all. I actually was kind of I was like, hey, this this kid doesn't look too bad. I was encouraged by him. Yeah, me too. I think he can learn a lot from Bud Norris too. You know, (laughs) just a guy that you know doesn't throw. Astronomical, yeah. but is in that mid nineties, ninety four, ninety five, you know, and you know, be live on the corners, yeah. you know. <laughs> and the one thing I did like, and you know, add a boy for that Brock Stewart kid because I mean, he's got, he's definitely got an L A. Uh, hairdo and <laughs> definitely an L A. Uh, name, Brock Stewart. And I mean, it's just like wow. <laughs> and uh, if but <laughs> he, he like add a boy to him because he comes uh, up. You know, pitches in single A, yeah. double A, triple A, and the majors all like in three months. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's crazy, and yeah, and I I am curious to see what what they get out of him. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if he got back up. I think Stripling's thrown again. Yeah, uh, in triple A, <clears throat> he was hurt there for a little bit down there. Right. So now they do have some options in case something else happens or if Kirsch is long term. Right. Where I don't think they have to make a move now. Right. At the deadline. I think the Bud Norris move is kind of their deadline move. I don't really think they have to make any a move now. I agree with you. Uh you know, they could, you know, depending on if if Kirsch is gonna be out longer than six weeks, you know, maybe they'll consider it. But right. I at this point, picking up Norris, I don't think they have to do anything. Yeah. It, it, except maybe still add a bat for some consistency. But other than that, I don't think they have to add pitchers. Yeah. You know, the bullpen knock on wood has been solid. You know, I think uh, getting Bud Norris and having options like Stewart now, hopefully Stripling. You know, you got some options. Yeah. You know, you still got Montes and De Leon down there who might come up. You know, at the end of, in the September call-ups. Yeah. So yeah, pitching pitching is not the issue. It's been hitting, and they've been hitting this week. Yeah. Aside from the one game against the the Brewers. And we still think we might see some Ryu this year, and potentially a Brett Anderson. I don't know about Anderson. Okay. Anderson, I'm more sketchy on because I don't even think he's throwing yet. Okay. Uh, Ryu, I Ryu, they say or as early as this week, more yeah. likely next week. Yeah. So, I'll I'll believe that. When it I takes see a it. village. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna need everybody. You know, like it's a 162 game season, and uh, the Dodgers right now are leading uh, the majors in um, games lost to DL. Uh, <laughs> you know, guys that have been on the DL. Uh, so it's uh, interesting note. You know that in the last three years. Since 2014, 15, 16, at this point in the season, they have been 47 and 37 every time. No way. And have won 
this the, like won this game. <laughs> wow! <laughs> In each season, <laughs> yeah. this, this puts them at forty-seven thirty-seven today's win, and that's their. Uh, <laughs> First time this season they've been 10 games over 500. Yeah. So step in the right direction. You know, for the old uh, they cut it to five games behind the Giants. The Giants are slipping a little bit. Their oh. pitching's kind of, uh, their starting pitching's kind of falling apart. Cueto got hammered this week. Uh, Samarja, Samarja's being Samarja. You know, I think his ERA's creeping up to four. Right. That's, that's Samarja. I don't know what people were thinking when the Giants paid him all that money. Yeah. I don't know if they thought Rigetti, the pitching guru over there, was going to. <clears throat> you know, oh, you know, he's got good stuff because he does strike out a lot of guys. Yeah, but he also serves up a lot of a lot of, a lot balls. of meatballs. <laughs> the um, yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of sneakily, kind of excited that the Giants maybe went on their hot streak a little too early this season. You know, that's I was hoping the same thing. Yeah, uh, that was my because Cueto's going to come back down to earth. Smudge is going to come back yeah. down to earth. I mean, PV. P- PV has PV's not PV. He's had good games, but PV I thought was absolutely done, and he's actually looked pretty good his last <laughs> six starts. I mean, he's a battle. Yeah. You know, he's not 07 PV anymore. I mean, when the Red Sox got rid of him, I was like, oh, I'm just excited we're getting more than you know bag used fungos. You know, <laughs> but he actually, and I think it's the Bochi touch. You know, he had his best years with Bochi, and you know, Bochi's getting something out of him that fifth starts part. Because if you look at his like last six starts. His ERA is like low threes. And that's that's it, good for him. Yeah, it's real good for him. So, I mean, they're getting something out of him there. But I, I hope they're 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 using up all their wins in May and June. Yeah, me too. Because uh, you know the the wild card is going to be tough this year. You got the Mets, the Pirates, Cardinals, Dodgers, all battling for that. Yep, the Cardinals are starting. You know, they just hang around and hang around, and, and now they're starting to play better baseball. And, at, and right as the Cubs are starting to slip a little bit yeah. too. Washington, I think, will wind up winning that East. Uh, Strasburg won again today. Yeah, they uh, pulled him. He had a no hitter, and they pulled him in the seventh. Oh, really? I did. I just know he won. I didn't see that. Yeah, no hitter. They pulled him. I think his uh, pitch count was like one hundred and seven. So uh, that is high for him. That is high. It was Especially, in the seventh. It's like, and they just invested one hundred and seventy-five million dollars in him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, you'll have to get that. Uh, you know, maybe from last place we can have you go to one hundred and sixty pitches. To well, try and get in it. all honesty, I think it ruined the Giants pitcher Heston when he was a rookie. Threw that hundred and fifty-something pitch, right. no hitter. He has not been good since. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe there is something to that. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, they were just like, oh, this kid, he's he's not going to be a major piece. Like, let, <laughs> let's get him his highlight, his career highlight. Get him, let him get a, get a no-hit bid. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to be excited with, with the – I mean, Seager's just unbelievable. I mean, if you are a little leaguer and are a lefty, you have somebody to mold your swing off of <laughs> for the next, hopefully, 15 years in a dodgy uniform. Yeah. I mean, the, this kid is smooth, and he's like – Smooth in, uh, you know, with the with the post game and the interviews. He's just so polished for a kid that just turned 22. It's just just pretty amazing. You know who I loved his post game was Bud Norris. And <laughs> he should be in charge of any of the youngins, like, and how they do the broadcasting. Because he, he was great. It was like he was still on the mound. He still had his game face on. He's like, answer a question, answer a question. <laughs> He's like, uh, it was so it was so awesome. And he said all the right things. He, you know, said we or us, like, 15, 16 times in, in his interview. And it was just great to see. He should be the... Uh, 
the liaison, the media liaison for uh, <laughs> the, all these the, young guys the, coming in. The PR for the PR uh, for real, for, <laughs> for real, for real. But I mean, I can't say enough about him, and it, I hope. I, I didn't see the all-star voting, but... It I think was, he's still third. Yeah. Because Trevor Story was ahead of him, too. Trevor Story was, yeah. yeah. And, <clears throat> and yeah, I'd be fine if Trevor Story got it. At least the guy got 19 homers. But, I mean, it's going to go to Russell just because yeah. all the Cubbies fans stuff in the ballot box. It's ludicrous. It is. And it should be Sega. <laughs> Sega should be stopped. I mean, I think he's to make the team. Yeah, he should. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, it would have been... Well, Jansen, Kershaw, and Seager probably for sure. Yeah. So now you just get Jansen and Seager more than likely. I can't really see anyone else. Uh, you know, I wasn't thinking about it, but Ned Coletti kind of put it in my mind this week in a post game. Libertor. Yeah, I could see that actually. Yeah. What is he? He's under one ERA, right? I think he's under one. He's got he's got like sixteen straight scoreless appearances. You know, he's probably got like, you know. High twenties innings pitched, you know he's probably like twenty eight innings yeah. pitched. I mean, it's pretty impressive. It is, yeah, it's pretty impressive. He's been Casey, him and Casey Fine have been, and and Blanton have been really good out of yeah. the bullpen. Yeah, you know Hatcher's still a little hot and cold, and I'm glad Baez doesn't seem to be part of anything anymore. He seems to be wanting to put him in there though, in, in some in some high leverage situations. <laughs> I, the trouble is, he only has one pitch. Yeah. And everyone keeps saying he's got good stuff, but he, he doesn't. Yeah, I have. It's been three years. I have not seen this guy with good stuff yet. I've seen one pitch. It's a ninety-seven mile an hour yeah. fastball right down, down the, middle. the middle. I mean, the guy he gives up a rocket shot. Like it seems like every other appearance. You know, he does. He either strikes out the side or he gives yeah. up like a three-run home run. That's yeah. just this is what he does. Uh, boy, Joe Blanton struck out the side today yeah. in the eighth. And it seems like that and that's how it kind of went today once uh, McCarthy gave his five innings of uh um and he you know, stellar. and he was a hundred, right? I think he was right at a hundred. No. Right? He was way under. Was he? Yeah, I think he, he ended up at like seventy two pitches. Oh wow. So <laughs> I, I was like half expecting him maybe to go out. <laughs> but I think the I you know the oh, idea yeah. of uh seventy two forty nine for strikes on seventy two pitches. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and he threw eighty in his last start, last start at rehab. So I was thinking coming into the game, they were probably looking at him going eighty five, ninety pitches today. So I thought they could have actually maybe ran him out there, but I think it was just it was going so good after five. It's like and the bullpen's going good, and he does have confidence in all those guys. Like that, I think it came out Coleman, uh, Fafin. <laughs> Uh, Blanton, Kenley, Libertor came out. Oh, Libertor, Libertor came out today. That's right, Libertor. So no, it was Libertor. So yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Coleman. Coleman was warming at one point, but he's also kind of in the circle of trust. And now, guys that you thought were going to be in that setup role, Hatcher and Baez, the beginning, <laughs> yeah, they're kind of almost like behind. Yeah. guys now, you know. But well, we we keep expecting. See, Baez, I just don't expect a lot out of. Uh, it was the same thing. I, I hated Jonathan Broxton when he was their closer because right. he was another one. If he didn't come in and throw strikes, he was going to give up runs. So if his first two pitches were balls, you were you were in for a long you were in for a long night with him. Um, so Baez, I kind of he's like to me he was always the new Broxton. Hatcher was the one I thought would come around. Yeah, and he never he did at the end of last year. He looked really good, you know, at the end of last year and this year. So they started him in the setup role this year because he pitched really well at the end of last year and he just. He never really came around. He just mm. still struggled. I think he gave up a run yesterday when they brought him in. He gave, uh, was it yesterday, the day before? Right. You know, he just hasn't. I don't know. I don't know what happened. He just hasn't looked. And that was he was the big get in the the D, right. the D Gordon the D trade. Gordon. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> 
Well, I mean, like we say, it's a 162-game season. You know, there's going to be some bad times for relievers. There's going to be some good times. You know, Libertor and Blanton, they're going good right now. They could have some downtime. And hopefully guys like, uh, you know, Pedro and, uh, you know, Hatcher it can maybe be have their It needs good. to be Hatcher. <laughs> <laughs> I have no confidence in Pedro Baez. <laughs> uh, he's got such a live arm, you know. I know, but that's all you hear. But I know. Let, like, I remember when Gagne came up, you know, because they tried to make him a starter at first, I remember. Right. And then when that didn't work. But, you know, Gagne had a live arm. Guy was throwing 100 miles an hour. But then he had a 70-mile-an-hour changeup that he could throw out there. Right. I'd like to see Baez just have one other pitch. Right. Just, just give me one other one. You know, just one. I, don't, I feel like, you know, hey, Honeycutt, go, go teach him that to throw. Just one more pitch. Right. And then you mix the 97 with... With a curve, a changeup, you know, something. Cutter. Cutter. Yeah. All of a sudden, he looks a lot better. That's what they did with Jansen. Yeah. Jansen threw hard, threw hard, and they, t- they taught him how to throw the, the, the cutter. Yeah. You know, Mariano Rivera, that was his best pitch was the cutter. You know, it was unhittable. Look what he, it's doing for Bud Norris. Yeah, it, exactly. Bud, Bud's, Bud's learned it pretty recently. Maybe he can help out Pedro. It's just, uh, you, you just, just give him one more. Ooh, one <laughs> it more. It doesn't seem that difficult, especially <laughs> considering like guys like Kershaw seem to learn how to throw another pitch every season. They add another pitch to their arsenal. Right. You know, so why why can't this guy just learn one more for his whole career? Just yeah. learn how to throw one more pitch. It doesn't seem like we're asking too much, Pedro. <laughs> I don't think you so. Know? Honey, earn your keep, okay? <laughs> you don't have to coach up Kershaw. So, you know, a lot your Kershaw time to Baez. Well, I, I give Honeycutt, I will give him credit. Uh, I think this, the sim- this is a first. The simulated, I think the simulated game was actually his idea. Okay. For Casimir. I believe I read that it was like Oof. them working on it together. So I have to give him credit for that. I think I heard John Hartung suggesting that in the, in the post game. I don't know. It was like Casimir's <laughs> last thought. But, you know, maybe maybe Honey was listening. So, you know, maybe he, you know, every now and then he does something good. Who knows? <laughs> well, today's win uh, over the Rockies completed the three-game sweep. That's their fourth win in a row and sixth win out of the last seven. Nine straight at home they've won, the Dodgers. And now they have six straight going in, seven straight at home going in to the break. Yeah. We got three with Baltimore. Go Dodgers, go. And we got uh, four with the Pods. To lead up there, so Baltimore's a tough team. It's they a, are. That's a tough lineup to go through. It sure is. And again, Urias going up against another beastly lineup. You're talking about a kid <laughs> that's really getting the baptism by fire out there this year. You know, I mean, uh, he's, he's faced some sick lineups. You know, now you got to deal with Mikado and Davis and and uh, Jones and that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, Jones is just starting to get going, and Trumbo, who's like. One of the leading home run guys in the American League, which this I don't year. get. This guy's been passed around for because he always hit home runs. That yeah. was, but the issue was, you know, kind of health. Yeah, yeah, health, and he struck out a lot, and yeah. didn't. Not unlike Adam Dunn, he didn't walk a lot. Right. You know, Dunn, you know, strike out, home run, walk, but he always did one of those three things. So his on base percentage was actually pretty high. Yeah. Whereas Trumbo was just kind of strike out or walk and. Right now he's, or excuse me, home run or strikeout. Now he seems to just be kind of home run. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> got like 24 bombs. He hit one today. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a formidable Are lineup. they still in first place? Yeah. yeah. Or, uh, even though they just got swept by the Mariners. Yeah. But the Red Sox were not playing that well right now. So they're still in first. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see the Dodgers put a hurting on Baltimore this week. That would be very nice to see. Um 
And you got fireworks after tomorrow's game. Oh, yeah. Well, you get them you every know? Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wednesday's a, Wednesday's a day game. Oh, is it a getaway Whoa, game? Oh, you might have to take me to that one. Huh? Huh? Uh, it oh, depends man. if I, <laughs> we we're not, we're in the we're calling not, sick to work. We're not in the sun till about sixth or seventh inning. Oh <laughs> boy! Oh, there you go. That'll be Bud Norris too. Uh, Urias, the kid, is going up, and you know you can't say enough about Kentamaeda. Another great stop by him oh, this yeah. past week, and you know just everybody. And you know if there is a time in the season to, I guess, lose your stud, it's probably now. You know, you like you said, you have the break to kind of you know not have games during that, and it, it was about time to see what kind of team you're going to be. You know, uh, because you know they were like. 15 and 2 in curse starts, and then like seven games under 500 without them. So it's good to see is this a team that's going to rally around together and, uh, you know, be able to show up and be more of a team and not just a one man team. Yeah. But. And I think it's good too that they caught it at this homestand yeah, as well. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's not too bad either. You know, you got this nice long homestand again with no days off, yeah. which. I, Weird that this happened a couple times now during the season. Yeah. There's some odd <laughs> scheduling things that I'm sure the players are going to take take issue with in the next uh, collective bargaining agreement anyways. But uh, you want to say anything before we sign off? Uh, no, you can reach if you want to get at me. You can yeah. tweet me at, uh, at Gersh13. Yeah. Tweet them up. <laughs> don't, don't confuse me with the uh, uh, college uh, recruit, not recruiter, but scout, college basketball scout <laughs> of the same name. <laughs> Much like, uh, hey, you got excited. You're the highest paid player in the NBA right, right now. <laughs> yeah, six years, $153 million. Wasn't me, family. Wasn't me. Stop hitting me up alone. <laughs> Anyways, uh, all right, that's it for Joshua Gershon. I'm Mike Conley. This has been another edition of Dodgers Rap 360. Go Dyers. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.